let's think about realigning the podcast content so it's no longer a hobby project or a passion project and directly related to strategically the needs, the business issues and challenges that your right fit clients are dealing with. Speak to those, teach them, share with them, guide them, be their mentor. That's typically where the misalignment happens right from the get-go. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here and once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Stephen Wessner. For over 25 years, Stephen has been in the trenches working alongside and consulting with hundreds of clients, teaching them how to plant their flag of authority within the markets they serve, which we love, grow their audience, fill their sales pipeline with right fit prospects and ultimately drive revenue. He's the founder of Predictive ROI. And in 2019, uh, he remains its CEO and owner. I'm sorry, he founded it in 2009, and he remains its CEO and owner. He's the host of the Sell With Authority podcast, which I was recently a guest on, and it was was awesome. And you all should definitely check that out. Uh, And his marketing insights have been shared on Forbes.com, Entrepreneur.com, Washington Post, and a bunch of other stuff. He's published five books, his latest called Sell with Authority, which we will talk about a little bit today. Stephen, welcome to the program, man. Uh, thanks very much, sir. Uh, it's great to join you on your show, Brent, and, and appreciate the invitation very much. Thanks. Yeah. So, dude, what we were talking earlier about how, uh, you know, getting to go on podcasts, you get to like hang out and, and talk about fun things and, you know, that you get to kind of grow your mindset and grow your business through mm-hmm. this. And, you know, I know you've, you've, you've been a prolific content creator for our mm-hmm. industry. And, and I guess that's my kind of opening question is, is how has, has selling with authority helped you in your business? It's, it's your whole platform, but like, how is it, you know, more on a personal level, right? How has it helped you? Yeah, I, I, think, it's, I think it's been dramatic to put a, a fine point on it. You know, a little bit of kind of a very quick history for for your audience. So back in uh, 2015, you mentioned 2009 for the business, but back in 2015, we had a business development crisis on our hands. And so we decided to step into podcasting that we're going to have a daily show. We called it Onward Nation. I was going to interview the smartest people I could find. And that was going to be the business development strategy to pull us out of the hole, which of course is not a business development strategy. But but that's that's what I thought was going to help the business. That turned us into a podcast shop. Uh, and there's trade-offs uh, to being a one-trick pony like we were for several years. Now we're not today. Fast forward to today, we're not. But then we were. 
And, and so then I started doing the work alongside Drew McClellan, uh, CEO of Agency Management Institute, who I know that you know, Drew. Yeah. Um, and we decided to write this book called Sell with Authority. And, and one night he and I had this conversation that I really took offense to. And he said, you're a one-trick pony. I said, and I was basically like, how dare you say such things? <laughs> but, but, but he was correct in, in the fact that we had put so much eggs or so many of our eggs into the podcasting uh, bucket or basket or whatever. And, and so to answer your question, how has the sell with authority changed the business? It's represented millions of dollars of revenue for predictive. It's, it's helped us now truly adopt this whole methodology of selling with authority so that we have a full sales pipeline so that our prospects don't ever feel like they were a prospect so that we're leading with generosity and teaching and sharing. And I know that it's, it's, it's common to say, well, you should give the best of what you got. But, but if you, if somebody stands inside our audience, they know that, that we're there because we want them to win. We're there to teach and share, not to be self-aggrandizing. And, and it works extremely well. So how has it benefited us in infinite number of ways? Mm. That's cool. I love that. And, and you know, I, I we can talk about, you know, target market and niching and all that kind of stuff today. But I, I think too, just this, like having that message and having that content platform is something that a lot of people struggle with. A lot of business mm-hmm. owners, they know they need it. It's like eating my vegetables or something. Like I know I need to make content or you know get out there and and start to develop my own platform. But sometimes it's it's easier said than done. You know what's what's been something that's worked well for you in terms of of creating content that people actually respond to in the marketplace. Mm. Well, I, I I think even though I didn't know about the five A framework you know, until you and I had a conversation and earlier than that, reading your book, you know, coincidentally, I was applying some of those principles, right? And that was creating creating content with, that we were hoping was going to be helpful, which would then, you know, according to one of the A's, attract an audience. And, and so we were focused on attacking business issues and challenges that we were hopeful at this point of being unniched, being hopeful that the business owners would care about. And in in holy bananas, uh, the Onward Nation podcast quickly uh, attracted listeners in 141 countries. We grew an email list to 28,000 people, and so there were some early on metrics of success that we were hitting sort of the right pain points. And so then we knew that we were creating some content uh, with you know a bunch of five star reviews and all of that kind of stuff. So as far as like what worked well for us then was creating a podcast. And then after that, you know, writing books and 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 then trying to sort of dispel the uh, one-trick pony-ness, if you will, <laughs> about our, our content strategy. We'll send but an email to Drew. We'll tell Drew. We'll tell Drew. We'll be like, Stephen is not a one-trick pony, damn it. He's here and he's doing, he's, he's got two tricks now or three tricks. I don't know how many tricks you have now, but you've got well, more lots than... Lots of tricks. Lots, lots of, of tricks, tricks Fred. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, to directly answer your question, podcast then was uh, probably what really stepped us into the content creation. Um, But then we learned a lot of things along the way, and now it's pretty diversified. Mm. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. 
Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. What would you do? You know what your like revenue breakdown is between like your consulting services, like revenue from like podcast or books, right? I mean, is 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 the podcast and the books is kind of like helping to grow the core consultancy, or is there a, is there a mix? Yeah, there, there's definitely a mix. We we don't attribute revenue to a channel, mm. like like we, like we don't look at our clients and say, oh, well, that person came from a podcast. Yeah. I mean, we should be that granular. We don't. Yeah. We, what we do do though is is like if we were to take our total revenue, we do look at our revenue from okay X percent, which is actually sixty five percent. Sixty five percent of our revenue comes from what we call turnkey or do. Mm. So we have we have prospective clients come to us and say, hey, I read the book, Sell with Authority, yeah. awesome. Totally dig the methodology, but I don't have the time, space, capacity to even think about doing that. Could you do it for me? Yep, mm. sure can. We call it turnkey. Platinum, gold, and silver, mm. right? So 65% of our revenue is sort of like the agency model of doing it for them. Then 35% of our revenue is what we just call teach, meaning that somebody is going to step into like our starting block program or strategy that we call our 90-day sprint. So like that's where we're teaching and helping them build out stuff, but we're not doing the work for them. So that's 35% of our revenue. Okay, cool. I think I think that's kind of what I was, I was curious about. So then the book... Or your books that you have and the podcast really is just awareness and helping to drive people into either the teach or the do side of the of the business. Yeah. I mean, we teach three core strategies here at Predictive. How to grow your audience, how to nurture leads, and how to increase sales. And we eat our own dog food on all three of those. So when we think of growing our audience, how do we do that? We do it through podcasts. We do it through videos. We do it through blog content. We do it through email, of course. We do it through LinkedIn. We do it through a video series. We do it through our annual research study. So all these different, you know, no longer one trick pony stuff. We have a number of different cornerstone channels that we're using to grow our audience. Um, and then, of course, nurture leads and increase sales. Yeah, that's awesome. So on, on podcast, I mean, so you help clients actually create their own podcast or get on other people's podcasts? How does how does that mm-hmm. how do you approach that? So it was it was more back then than it is today, but we and 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 I think it's just because you know there's been sort of a proliferation of tech. It's become easier. It's it's less of a you know distant or mystic dark magic voodoo kind of channel. Uh, so it's a little bit easier. But we do still have clients today who come to us and say, "Hey, I've been doing this thing for like a couple of years, and I have no idea." how it's benefiting me at all. Could you put that into your predictive system, the cell with authority methodology, so that I can actually generate some ROI? Sure. Yep, absolutely. Mm. So we, in fact, we've produced over 12,000 episodes uh, across all of our different client shows and, and all of that over the years. So how it works today is client says, hey, this isn't working. We develop a strategy for that so they can actually monetize that content and then, you know, we essentially... Like they're already it. doing a podcast, but it's just not. Right. They're, they're like, I don't know if it's getting us clients or getting us... It's not getting us anything from what they can see, but you help them kind of figure that out. I, I, I'd really right. prefer if you could keep like the podcasting space feeling very like mystical and dark <laughs> magic and, you know, 
Because we don't want anybody coming in and starting it. No, I'm just kidding. I, so, I think. So, I, sorry, I, buddy. The, I, the horse is out of the barn on that one. I feel like I'm like a recovering <laughs> podcast host. Now, I mean, that would become a surprise to our listeners because I think this is close to episode 300, and I don't think we've missed a week in a long time. But I also hmm. like. I see the 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 time that it takes to develop an audience, the trust that you have to build, the energy yeah. that you have to put into it. I tell people like you better be. You better be committed because once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> no, 100%. It does take time. It does take commitment. It does take, like you and I were talking before in the green room before you hit record about how, you know, it's really, it's a beautiful thing when what your audience wants to learn aligns with what you want to learn, mm. right? And and then is then sort of there's this duality of hitting record, right? But when somebody takes the principles out of your book, Get Rich in the Deep End, then, and, and they're thinking like their audience is thinking, and they have the same questions that their audience has, and also the same insatiable curiosity to answer those questions, holy bananas, that's perfect alignment. And that's what keeps the juice going of wanting to record the next one and the next one and the next one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. I I mean, I love that you're also plugging my my book. That's also, I'll, I'll throw you a, you know, I'll, 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 the kickbacks will start coming, you know, eminently, I promise. Once we... Once we're above water on it, it'll it'll the kickbacks oh, okay. will start coming through. Once, <laughs> uh, I will share half of the profits with you. Whatever those All right, I'm running to the bank this afternoon, Brent. <laughs> so, like, what I mean, if if somebody has a platform and it's not working, mm-hmm. this say, this seems like an area of genius for you all is to to take something that they're already doing and help them actually get results on that and help them to know what the results are. So I, I know that's part of your secret sauce and what you do, but can you give us kind of the oh. high level, like what 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 initial steps somebody could take or what should they start thinking about to get better results out of something like that? Yeah, no, no, nothing secret about it. Happy to share. And and so those those conversations typically go like this. Okay, so help me better understand how the content today, like let's say podcasts, how the podcast today is connected directly into your business. And then the person will normally say, um, mm, it isn't really like, oh, okay, you have a mindset podcast, but you run a CPA firm or you have a mindset podcast and you run an agency. So help me better understand how that mindset podcast plugs into your right fit client avatar. Oh, they don't really. Okay. There's a big problem. If you're expecting your mindset podcast listeners to all of a sudden have a half a million dollars that they can feed to your agency, Mm. ain't going to happen, right? So let's think about realigning the podcast content so it's no longer a hobby project or a passion project and directly relate it to strategically the needs, the business issues and challenges that your right fit clients are dealing with. Speak to those, teach them, share with them guide them, be their mentor. That's typically where the misalignment happens right from the get-go. I've got a passion project, not aligned with my agency at all. Well, okay. <laughs> then w- why why expect that those two would actually be uh, you know, congruent with one another? Then, then after that, it can be a series of things inside the agency, like there's not a clear value ladder. There aren't transitional moments to move an unaddressable audience into becoming an addressable audience. There's no way for the podcast to help build the email list. There aren't any events that are tied to 
you know, podcast episodes that somebody can step into, better understand what the agency is doing and that kind of stuff. So there's a myriad of other things that lay underneath. But the first one is probably passion project, not aligned mm. with business. No, I see that. I see that a lot, right? Where somebody will, I don't know, be working on a book or, you know, they'll invest time in their social media profiles or, or, you know, even the podcast, right? They'll create something that's not aligned with the business. And, you know, like one of the quotes that really has, has been impactful for me is, you know, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. Uh, and, and it's, it's a funny, it's, it's a weird quote. But I think for me, it was like, oh, I could create a podcast about, you know, entrepreneurship. But like our target market is, I mean, agency owners are entrepreneurs, but there's like, you know, they have more specific issues than just any old entrepreneur. And while I can bring in some entrepreneurs that are not agency owners or not agency experience, like our market was agency owners. So, you know, let's create a podcast for our market. It was called the Digital Agency Show. I mean, a little bit literal in its in its creation, but it has kept me kind of like, it's been a good reminder for me of like, oh yeah, our people are agency owners. They're looking to grow their business. Like, let's keep it focused on that. And even we'll have like, we'll have a lot of people that come in and, you know, have a, a SaaS or a tech... Like people email us every day, every day. Like, oh, I want to show my stuff to agency owners. We have to ask like, okay, like what's... What do our people want to learn? You know, what's important for them? You know, <laughs> which I think is 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 important. You mentioned um, value ladder, mm-hmm. so talk to me about that. How would how would somebody implement a value ladder that doesn't have one right now? So we we typically, in a very simplistic way, and value ladders can get a little bit more complex, as you all know. But we we like value ladders with like three different rungs. Essentially, the middle rung we like to call that the hero offer. Essentially, the 60 to 90 day thing. Think of it as like every agency on the planet has like a discovery process. Mm. Then they think, oh, we're, we're going to take the discovery process. We're going to do it for Brent, and but we're going to bake in the cost. And then eventually we're going to make it up on the back end because Brent's work is going to be super profitable and it never happens. They lose their shirt on the front end discovery, but they win the client and it's not profitable. So what we help clients do is pull that out and actually make it so awesome that somebody will say yes to that and pay them a separate fee because it's deserved for that 60 to 90 day thing. We call it the hero offer, sits in the middle of the value ladder. Then it's strategically linked to the next rung up, which is more like the comprehensive sort of, we're going to do the whole thing, make the entire Thanksgiving day dinner. Uh, that's like hiring all the smarts of the agency. That's at the top of the value ladder, the whole comprehensive offering. And then let's say you're in a situation where somebody says, oh, gosh, I'd really like the discovery thing, uh, but we just don't have that much budget. Is there a different way that we that you guys might be helpful to us? Yep. And then that's the bottom rung, uh, sort of the entry point. And then when you work with somebody, the entry point, the goal is in full transparency to move them up to the discovery level, then move them up to the Thanksgiving Day dinner. But it's very common for agencies to not have something built like that. And they're like, oh, we just met the prospect and they're such the right fit because they are breathing, right? So of course they meet all our criteria because they have a pulse. Let's go back to the shop and we're going to write a custom proposal. And then, you know, and it's just all of these different things or whatever. And then maybe they say yes, maybe they don't. And it's just, that's a very convoluted biz dev system in our opinion. Uh, and there's a better way. Mm. Again, in our opinion. Yeah. Hey, agency owners. Are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? 
E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e, the number two, msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. So having that, if you, you know, assuming that you've got people that are listening to your content, whether, you know, I know we've been talking about podcasts, but I assume this would apply to most content channels, that they're going to be at a variety of different stages and, you know, different levels of their buying process. So making sure that there's a way for people that are maybe very, very new to you to, you know, have, have a meaningful engagement, have an entry point. And then there are maybe those people that have been following you for a long time and they're ready to get the, the full Thanksgiving dinner, right? They want the whole thing. And so, so making sure that you have kind of a place for each of those different people is an important part of getting a, a return on, on content. Well said, my friend. Yeah, it's cool. What, um, like, if somebody's thinking about content, I mean, I know, like, you kind of mentioned, like, the, the passion project to, like, strategically, it's the, the stuff that your clients actually want to hear about. But I can imagine a lot of people, maybe maybe you have like five or 10 ideas of what you think your, your, your audience wants. But like, you know, we're on episode 300. Like if, at some point, people might be like, oh, I'm running out of ideas. I mean, what are some of your, your methods to help people generate ideas that will actually help audiences turn into right fit clients? Yeah. In, so the initial exercise we work somebody through is what, once we define kind of the three sort of core or pillar strategies that their agency stands for and, and that they help clients uh, work through. And, and again, for us, it's grow audience, nurture leads, increase sales. So we help our clients figure out that same thing. What are their three core strategies? Not seven, not two. Mm. There's just, there's an inherent power of three. Then we build out nine different uh, strata or kind of sub tactics, if you will, that go into the implementation of each of those three. So now we've got 12, right? So there's the three core, the nine smaller ones. Now there's 12. Then the exercise is, okay, sit down and write out 50 topics, 50 topics about those 12. And, And that's a great litmus test exercise because if you can't do it, then maybe those three strategies aren't the right three, or maybe they're aspirational and you're currently not doing them. Mm. So that kind of goes back to diagnosis of, are those the right three and are they the right nine? Until we can get a list of 50 topics, then there's still some work that needs to be done on the foundation, right? So you've been doing this now for what, six years? You're at almost episode 300 something? Yeah, about six years. Right. And so, you know, had you mapped out a list of initial 50, and then as you're going through that, that's going to give you an idea for, oh, there's something I hadn't thought of before, and I'm going to add that to a list, and someday I'm going to have an episode about that, right? But unless somebody can really scratch the surface on the initial 50, the well's not dug deep enough yet. Mm. Planning out 50 episodes. I think my team would really appreciate that. 
Maybe, maybe <laughs> somebody around like episode three hundred twenty-five is going to be like, "Man, Brent's really planning these out more, much more, <laughs> so, much more systematically." So like, <laughs> Drew, Drew and I use this exercise during the workshop that we teach every January, and 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 we give people, you know, the attendees, you know, fifteen twenty minutes to map out fifty topics, and some of them breeze right through it, mm. and others are like, "Oh gosh." And and when it's an oh gosh or breezing right through it, either way, it's a litmus test, mm. and it's a really good one. And and to go back to the drawing board and dig the well deeper, because there's probably not alignment between the overall topics in the business. Mm. Yeah. So in a way, it should come, it should come somewhat easy to you if you're in that like zone of hey, this is something that I'm. You're in there working with these people every day. You're spending ten hours a day, eight hours a day, five hours a day, whatever. You know, for a couple right. of years, like you probably have a lot of experience with it, but if it's something that's not really in that zone, that's probably a, well, an issue. Okay, so let's go back to the the alignment piece, right? If the content is totally aligned with the business, which you know really well, like if if a prospective client walked into the doors of an agency and said, "Hey, I want to talk to your founder," yeah, no doubt, every founder on the planet could have a day long conversation about how that agency could be helpful with the business issues and challenges for that person who walked in the door. Right? There's going to be total absolute alignment. But if that founder said, I want to have a mindset podcast, and then we say, do the 50 topics, what are 50 topics that you know about mindset? Oh, I don't know. Mm. It's it's because it becomes super shallow. They might be interested in it, it might be a passion project, but that's not the depth of their expertise. And that's the issue. Steven, this has been awesome. I uh, I feel like I could just we could keep going, man, but I gotta, I gotta go to lightning round. I gotta go to lightning round. Okay. The team's like, you gotta go to lightning round. It's gotta be under. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're into like people that into like bigger view counts and things, and they, they're keeping me on my 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 toes. We used to go like on and on with 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 people, which I loved, but apparently it was bad for the views or the well. Or the let's keep them happy. So, uh, all right, man. What is the best advice you've ever received? Never quit. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Morning routine that includes daily prayer. Can you share an internet resource, app, or tool you've been using regu- regularly that you think our visitors would, our listeners would find valuable? Yeah, I'll go a little old school because I think the use of this has probably gone down a little bit, but I love it. Evernote. Ooh. And what book would you recommend besides one of your own and why? Extreme Ownership. I think Leif Babin and Jocko Willink did a fantastic job, not just with the content of the book, but how it's structured. Each chapter has a story, then the the principle that the story taught, and then business application. I love how they split each chapter into the power of three. That's awesome, man. We will link out to Extreme Ownership and a throwback link to Evernote. I don't hear enough of that anymore. Everybody's got their own you know, note-taking app or this or that now, but hey, man, Evernote, I've still got probably a bunch of notes that are sitting in a in, in an Evernote somewhere and, you know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta use what works, right? Uh, we'll link and out I'm- to all that stuff and more and tips, takeaways, quotables, all on our show notes page, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're listening to this week of, you'll see Steven's photo at the top. Click on him and we'll have all that organized in one nice, neat package for you. Stephen, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out? 
Uh, sure. So uh, we give away our book, our frameworks, all of it in full transparency. So if they want to go to predictiveroi.com slash resources, uh, li- literally we'll send you a paperback book uh, for free or a Kindle, whatever is your uh, particular fancy uh, and no cost, no shipping, no nothing. Just uh, predictiveroi.com slash resources. And then the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. Dude, that is legendary. We appreciate you giving that kind of value to our audience. So check it out, predictiveroi.com slash resources. If you're out on the road or on the run, on a run or on your bike like me, then hey, go to yougurus.com slash podcast. We'll link out to predictiveroi.com slash resources. Grab Steven's book, grab his frameworks, use his stuff. It works. He knows what he's talking about. And uh, man, just appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you. Uh, Thanks very much for the invitation, my friend. Really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, So thank you. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. And check out those show notes. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.